Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Grafted in Messiah. I'm your host, Gil Burgos, and tonight is Tuesday, July 5th. New podcast, new show on Airtime Pro. So tune in, check it out. We've got a great show for you tonight, so keep it locked right here on Grafted in Messiah. Also, share it on your social media platforms, whatever they may be. Join 
Deborah Klein with, what's the name of that one? Dancing in the New Jerusalem. Dancing in the New Jerusalem with Deborah Klein. Ian Torno, Glorious Day. It's an old album, but uh, it's still good. Uh, I like it. It's got like that Latin rhythm behind it. uh, I know, I think I met her once before online. Uh, I think she's married a, a Jewish guy. Uh, back in 2010, I think it was when I connected with her, I think, on Facebook. And uh, I don't know, I kind of lost touch with her, but uh, maybe one day I'll reach out to her again. But interesting enough, now I'm speaking of Facebook, I went on Facebook during the break and I found something very, very amusing from a brother named Isaac on my page. And he wrote, actually it's not on my page, on his feed as I was scrolling down. Uh, he wrote, is anyone on any other social media similar to Facebook? The real Facebook is getting boring. And um, I have to say amen to that. Uh, but if you really look around, all social media, eventually, it gets boring. It's been something like, you know, it's been around for a while. It's not new, especially uh, uh, TikTok. That thing is hot now, but it's going to become boring. It's going <laughs> to... It's going to be good. I think it's boring now. I think it's ridiculous what I see there. It's like everyone wants to do reels, real, every real this and real that. Everyone's, everyone wants your attention for 30 seconds or, or less, and that's it. I don't know. People don't have a large, a long uh, attention span these days, especially kids. They want everything up now. Show me what it is in 30 seconds or less. Otherwise, I'm not going to watch it. And that's how it is. And if you're looking at social media, it's the same way. Uh, I remember MySpace, when that thing came out, it was really popular, and eventually that took a dive and went away. I think it's still around, but it's not popular anymore. And uh, I kind of think, like, Facebook lost his lost their their popularity. I think most of the people that are on there are older than a certain, I think older than 30. Everyone that's younger than, than that doesn't even bother with it anymore. I think here's some responses. Uh, one person wrote, I agree. And then Isaac responded, I think my posts have been shadow banned for a while. In any case, it's gotten really boring on Facebook lately. Then somebody replied to him and said, well, if anyone speaks a word of, of truth, wisdom, or witness anything different than lies and thieves, I bet you are then. I think that's right. I feel separated from my friends and, or, and interests. Facebook decides what car- category every post is aligned with or what the intent is in a very... And in a very manipulated way. 
And then Isaac says, exactly. And you got a lot of people there that keeps this. He's going on and gone. I guess it's going to be on for a while. He, he posted about an hour ago. I think more people are going to jump on the bandwagon with this. But anyway, I'm not going to talk about Facebook. That's not the show. I just wanted to show you this. Just mentioned this. I just found it, found it interesting because I do post once I do do the podcast, I do post it on Facebook and it, it does get a lot of hits because I posted there. Uh, and that's the only reason why I think I don't, I don't socialize on Facebook as I used to. I just post stuff that I'm doing and I'm in and out. I try to be out of there. I don't like to talk too much to people there. And then the strangers, I don't know. I get these weird people that want to befriend me. And I think that's not good for me either. I don't know. Some of these people like, where did they come from? <laughs> Who are you? Don't bother me. Go away. All right, let me go. Let me move on. I don't want to say anything else. I want to get into my article. And this is from GodQuestions.org. Was Jesus a Christian? Have you ever heard that before? I have. And not even that. I've heard people say Jesus was the first Christian. Check that one out. I've heard people say uh, Christianity is a white man's religion. I've also heard people say that Jesus started a new religion, which is totally false and all kinds of stuff. When it comes to the Christian faith, I've heard people who are messianic and they say, I'm not a Christian, but what the heck is, are you? I mean, seriously, I, I don't understand. Then they have the, the Hebrew roots. They are just as bad. They say it. And every, the people that say they're Torah observant, they're just as bad. And you should hear what people say. I don't know. It's so confusing. I mean, if I wasn't a believer, I would say, you know what? You When you guys get all your stuff together, come knock on my door because you guys are really confused. And it's no wonder that people leave the Christian faith when they hear all this stupidity of some of the people that they listen to, either through podcasts, on YouTube, or whatever, on social media. It's ridiculous. And everybody thinks that whatever somebody says is true. I don't know why. I, I don't believe everything everyone says. It's like they say, don't believe everything you, you read, right? Well, don't believe everything you hear. It's just the same thing. I mean, I don't understand. Why would somebody who follows Yeshua the Messiah not say they're Christians? Then then what are you? I, I don't know. You, I, I'm confused here. you something else? It says in the Bible, when, the, when this thing, the whole thing started in Antioch, they were first called what? Christians. <laughs> That's what they were called. And even Peter writes in another part of his one of his letters, he said, don't be ashamed because you're called Christians. Don't be ashamed. You know, so why are people ashamed? I don't get it. And I think that's another show in itself. But anyway, the article begins by saying this. Let me get to this thing. It, say, it says, it may sound strange to say, but no, Jesus was not a Christian. Hmm. Now, this article has a lot of Biblical uh, references, which I'm going to cite, but I'm not going to read all of them. I may read a few as I come across them. It starts by saying a Christian is a person who has faith in Jesus Christ as his or Lord and Savior, Romans 10, 9 and 10. And then Jesus is the foundation for the Christian faith. But based on the definition of the word, he could not himself be called a Christian. 
Christianity is built upon his identity as the Son of God, John 19, 7. His perfect life, Hebrews 4, 15, and his substitutionary death and resurrection from the forgiveness of sins, 2 Corinthians 5, 21, which says, For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Amen. It also says, Jesus did not come into the world to start another religion. Let me stop there. That's what people think. That's what the Orthodox Jews think. That Jesus came to start a new religion. Since when? I, I don't know. He, he, if you read the Gospels, Jesus was a Torah observant individual. There was no New Testament. There was nothing but the Torah. There was nothing but the Tanakh. There was nothing but the Psalms, the Prophets, the Proverbs, the Song of Solomon, and so forth and so on, the history of the Bible. That was there. Moses, the Law of Moses was there. So if Jesus was following the Torah, how did he start a new religion? I don't get it. Where do people get this stuff? I don't know. They heard it somewhere down the line, and they thought it sounded good, so they believed it. Ignorance, that's what it is, total ignorance. So to say or, or even think that Jesus came to start something new? No. Not at all. Jesus did not come, Jesus did not come to start a new religion. The world has more than enough religions. He came to complete the work of God in redeeming sinful mankind. Galatians 4.4 4. He came to defeat our enemy, Satan, Genesis 3.15 and John 12.31. He came to seek and save the lost, Luke 19.10. He came to fulfill the righteous requirements of the law, Matthew 5.17. He came to establish a new covenant between God and mankind, Mark 14.24. He came to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. Titus 2.14 Christianity is the result of Christ's finished work of salvation and he now builds his church. Matthew 16.18 Christianity is not a religion in this sense. Religion is man's attempt to reach up to God. But Christianity teaches that God has reached down to man. I love that. The Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, took on human flesh, and during his time on earth was literally God reaching out to us. John 1 14 and John 3 16 through 18. If you're joining us right now, you're listening to Graphic the Messiah with Gil Burgos. And I'm reading an article from gotquestions.org. What Jesus, I'm sorry, was Jesus a Christian? The reason why I'm, I'm just saying this is because I got cut off. And I guess this is a part two, if you want to call it that, of the message. So again, Jesus was not a Christian. He was a Jewish rabbi. Jesus followed the Jewish law. God had given to Moses. 
Matthew 5, 17, I'm sorry, Matthew 5, 17 and 18, which says, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota nor a dot will pass from the law until all is what? Fulfilled. So Jesus was not anti-Torah. There was no Bible, but the Bible was the Old Testament, as we call it, the Tanakh. That was it. <laughs> there wasn't nothing else. The letters of Paul and Peter, that came later on down the line. But the first thing afterwards uh, was the Gospels and then the book of Acts. And then the letters to the churches. And then the book of Revelation towards the end. But that's it. And then Jesus appears again to confirm everything that we have in the in the New Testament, the Brit Hadashah. It's nothing new. It's something that's it's been there. And he's just confirming what has been tra transpiring through the, the times and this, the ages as things were going by and by. He's confirming more and more. And he uses his Holy Spirit, his Rak HaKodesh, to speak to people, to write and pen the letters to the churches, to the ecclesia, to everyone that is part of the body of Messiah. That's it. Did he again come out and start something different? Did he contradict the Bible? Never. Did he go against the law of Moses? The only thing he said, you have heard it said this, but I say. But he was establishing a new covenant. <laughs> a new covenant. But you have, you have heard it say. He didn't say what you heard was bad. He didn't say what you heard was incorrect. He didn't say what you heard was false. He didn't say what you heard was heresy. No, he just said, well, you have heard, or maybe you have written, or you have read. But I say to you this, I think there's somebody here who needs to hear this tonight on this podcast. You really, really need to restructure your thoughts and your, your thinking, because there are so many people out there who are so confused when it comes to religion, Christianity, the Christian faith, and everything else because of this. They just don't get it. They just don't understand it. They don't understand the, the person of Jesus, who he is, divine, God in the flesh, incarnate. There's even people who call themselves Christians. I don't know what they want to call it. Why they call themselves Christians? They say they believe us, but they don't believe in Jesus being divine. Uh, that was this guy. I, I don't remember his name. I, that I I did a podcast on him. That he was, he's so confused too. He I forgot his name. Uh, if you had to go back to the, I think my first or second podcast, and the people, the Orthodox call them uh, anti missionary or what do you call those things? I forgot what they call them. Uh, counter missionary or I forget. But he was like trying to convince Orthodox Jews that they got it wrong. He got it right, and it's okay. Follow me. Fo I mean, just follow this and you'll be okay. Don't believe that Jesus is incarnate, God in the flesh, but believe he's the Messiah. Messiah. Believe this, but don't believe that. Believe, I mean, this guy, I don't even know he's saved. He used to be a Christian, but then he said he's not a Christian anymore. He's he's Jewish Orthodox. Another, another discombobulated brain that doesn't know, understand he's leading himself and his whole family down the wrong path. And I don't even know. I think uh, Dr. Michael Brown interviewed him. Another guy interviewed him. And I I'm not going there. Because only 
Christ or Yeshua the Messiah can really open up his eyes and his heart and, and show him who, who he is. Because there are many people just like him who, who want to say they, they believe, but they're not believers. And even Yeshua said, by their fruits you shall know them. Listen, I don't care if you dress the part. I don't care how good you look. I don't care how many misfits you've done. I don't care how much black and white you wear. I don't care how many times a day you pray. Not that praying is bad. But you can go through all the ritualistic practices in Judaism. It doesn't save you. Okay? You cannot get to heaven by mitzvahs, by good works alone. Because God does not accept just that. It's just a, a confirmation of your faith. But it doesn't get you browning points, if you want me to say it that way, to get into the kingdom. You have Pharisees and Sadducees who were trying to do that, and they were far from God. <laughs> they didn't know God if God would have walked right in front of them because all they had was religion. And like, like the article says, Jesus didn't come to start a religion. He sought to start a relationship with, with people, and that's what he did when he came to the earth. It's evident in the New Testament from the very beginning when he begins to grow and you don't hear about too much of his adult, I mean, young childhood, but as an adult, you see him coming on the scene and you see things that he's talking and doing and blah, 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 you know? And all of a sudden, he's showing people what God is like. Like he said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Wow. Are you serious? Yes. If you see me, you've seen God? Yes. That's what he was saying. So where did people get this idea that that Jesus wasn't a Christian? Oh, he was a Christian. Because he's not a Christian. Jesus was not a Christian. He was a Jewish rabbi. Hello? Jesus followed the Jewish law, as I said, the same law that Moses followed. Jesus followed the Jewish law God had given to Moses, Matthew 5, 17 and 18, which says, Do not think, hear him, this is Jesus speaking, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one iota nor a dot will pass away until the law is fulfilled. Again, I have to reiterate that because people still don't get it. He lived perfectly under the law in order to present himself as a sacrifice without blemish, acceptable under that law. What law? Leviticus 9.3. And then 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19 confirms that in Hebrews 9, 13 and 14. I told this to one guy. I said, listen, read the book of, he of Hebrews. It's written to Jewish Christians. There you go. You want to get into stuff? You're not sure? Read that book. Let me... Let me tell you something. You read that book in the book of Galatians and you got an eye opener. Let me tell you. Here we go. Read on. It says Christianity is the culmination of God's plan. The completion of what God instigated when he set apart the Hebrew people for himself. Deuteronomy 7, 6 through 8. For centuries, God had promised that he would what? Send his Messiah, his Mashiach, to rescue his people and reign over them forever. The coming of Jesus was the fulfillment of that promise. And finally, the last part of the article says this, another reason that Jesus cannot be called a Christian is that the term Christian was not coined until after his resurrection and ascension into heaven. 
and here it is. I had I said this before earlier, and here it is. I'm just reading it. And this is the first time I'm reading this article, by the way. And it says in the bottom, I just said this. It says, believers were first called Christians in the city of Antioch in, in Syria. Acts 11.22. It says, the term means little Christ. It was originally used in a derogatory way, but believers came to embrace it as a badge of honor. And I think it's, that's the same thing you have today. People use it in a derogatory way. And they're ashamed to be called Christians. And Paul wrote that many times. Don't be ashamed of who you are, what you represent. Don't be ashamed. Like he said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It's the gospel. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It's the power of, good unto, it's the power of salvation. It's the power of God unto salvation. I am not ashamed of the gospel. Of the gospel. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. Don't be ashamed to be calling you call yourself a Christian. I don't know why I'm on that note, but I think a lot of people are, are there. Christians today should obey the voice of their master and still consider themselves little Christ in the same, I'm sorry, in the sense that they imitate the Lord Jesus. And finally, Jesus cannot properly be described as a Christian, but he is the Christ from whom Christians get their name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. What a great article. What a great article. Let me just play one more song. We'll be back after this.
Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That's again Deborah Klein, Leotono, and uh, was a great song, Kadosh Malkeinu, right here on Grafted and Messiah. All right, if you're joining us for the first time, you're listening to Grafted and Messiah with, my, with myself, Gil Burgos. We were discussing an interesting topic of was Yeshua Jesus a Christian? And we came to a conclusion. He was not. But people may say, well, what religion was he? Those are for the religious folk. What religion was Jesus? Well, let's go back. Let's, let's read another part of this, this article here. Let me begin by saying, Jesus, if you want to know, if you're inquiring, Jesus was born into a Jewish family who followed the Jewish law. As I was just telling you, if you're going to confirm that, go to Luke 2.27. Jesus' lineage is from the tribe of Judah, one of the 12 tribes of Israel. He was born in the Jewish town of Bethlehem and raised in Nazareth. Jesus was fully immersed in Jewish culture, nationality, and religion. Jesus practiced the first religion, or actually the religion of first century Judaism. He was born under the law, Galatians 4.4, and grew up learning the Torah and followed its precepts. Is he perfectly obeyed the Mosaic law, all the commandments, ordinance, and feasts. Hebrews 4, 14 through 16. He obeyed not only the law, he fulfilled it and brought it, brought its requirements to a close. Matthew 5, 17, 18, and Romans 10, 4. Jesus and his disciples observed the Passover. John 12, I'm sorry, John 2, 13 and 23, Luke 27, 7 and 8. And the Feast of Tabernacles, John 7, 2 and 10. He kept an unnamed Jewish feast in John 5, 1. He attended services and taught in synagogues, John 1, 21, 3, 1. John 6, I'm sorry, Mark 1, 21, 3, 1. And John 6, 59, 18 and 20. He advised others to observe the law of Moses and offer sacrifices, Mark 1, 44. He promoted, he promoted respect for the law as it was being taught by the scribes and Pharisees of his day, Matthew 23, 1 through 3. He quoted the Tanakh often, Matthew 12, 28 through 31, Luke 4, 4, 8 and 12. In all of this, Jesus showed that his religion was Judaism. Bing. Hello. Again, in all of this, Jesus showed that his religion, you want to call it that, was Judaism. Hello, you out there, you listening? As Jesus spoke to a group of Jews, he issued a bold challenge to them. Quote, can any of you prove me guilty of sin? John 8, 46. If Jesus had in any way departed from the religious observances of Judaism, his enemies would have immediately seized the opportunity to condemn him. As it was, Jesus had a knack for silencing his critics, Matthew twenty-two forty-six. Jesus had many harsh words for the leaders of, I'm sorry, leaders within his own religion. It's important to remember that Jesus' condemnation of the Pharisees, scribes, and Sadducees, <laughs> Matthew 23, was not a condemnation of the law or the Judaism of the day. Jesus' denunciation of hypocrites, corrupt officials, and the self-righteous were in sharp contrast to his commendation of those who were devout before God and lived out their faith honestly. Luke 21, 1 through 4. 
Jesus spoke out against certain religious leaders because they, quote, teach man-made ideas as commands from God, Matthew 15, 9. On two occasions, Jesus cleared the temple of thieving, rapacious sinners, John 2, 14 through 17, and Matthew 21, 12 and 13. I got verses here, let me tell you. These actions were not designed to destroy Judaism, but to purify it. Oh, my Lord. Jesus was an observant Jew who perfectly followed the law. His death brought an end to the old covenant God had made with Israel, shown in the tearing of the temple veil. Mark 15, 38. And established the new covenant, Luke 22, 20. The early church was rooted in Judaism and Jewish messianics, messianism, you want to call the word. And the earliest believers in Christ were what? Mostly Jews. But as the believers proclaimed the risen Jesus as the Messiah, the unbelieving Jews rejected them and they were forced to make a clean break from Judaism. Acts 13, 45 through 47. Let me see if I can bring that up. But when the Jews saw the crowds, they were fulfilled with jealousy and began to contradict what was spoken by Paul reviling him and Paul and Barnabas spoke out boldly saying it was necessary that the word of God be spoken first to you since you thrust it aside. Amazing. I'm going to read that last part again because it's so profound. It says, but as the believers proclaimed the risen Jesus as the Messiah, the unbelieving Jews rejected him. And when they were, and they were forced to make a clean break from Judaism they were forced to do this because they didn't accept Jesus as the Messiah. They had no choice. <laughs> you know that? Oil and water don't mix. You ever tried doing it? Impossible. How are you going to connect with people that don't, are not on board with you? They're on the same page. You can't. It's not happening. Jesus was the Messiah that the Jews had been anticipating. He was born into the religion of Judaism, fulfilled the Jewish religion, and when his own rejected him, he gave his life as a sacrifice for the sins of the world. His blood ratified the what? New covenant, and soon after his death, Judaism lost its temple, its priesthood, and sacrifices. Put a period on that one, a big one. That was it. There was no more sacrifice of sins. No more nothing. You got to come to me, Jesus said. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. It's not about temples and priesthood and sacrificing. He is a high priest. Forget about it. And science say, forget about it. You know what I'm saying? That's it in a nutshell. I don't know what else to say. What religion was Jesus? Well, Jesus did everything he had to do until you had some knuckleheads that didn't believe in who he was. And people had no other choice to break free from that idiocracy. And that's where it lies. That's where it all finished. And that's where, it, that's where it's going today. And that's where we're going tomorrow. And that's where it is right now. People, this is where people at. They went their own way. And people have gone their own way because they want to believe a different way since it was re they were rejected. It has gone down from generation to generation because it's all hearsay. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. So you got people that don't do their research 
and they're too lazy to read the Bible so they don't believe it, that Jesus is who he says he is. If you was to leave a person stranded on an island, give them just the Bible, they wouldn't be intimidated or brainwashed if Jesus was something else. They would find out who he was. If you just read the Bible itself from cover to cover, Old Testament, New Testament, you would discover who the real Messiah is. And you would have no questions, no doubt, no matter what anybody told you. Yeah, because what problem is that people have poisoned the minds of other peoples and they believe it without verifying what they're saying is true. And they believe people. Why would you do that? Why would you trust your eternal soul with a person instead of trusting God? Lord, help us. All right, let me finish up here. I'm going to play one more song and then we're going to close. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this
praise the Lord. Son of man, by glorious day, Deborah Klein, Iatorno. That's who she is. All right, guys, we're out of time. Thank you for joining us tonight on Grafted the Messiah with Gil Burgos. Hope you enjoyed our show. Uh, be looking out for more uh, podcasts as this was today. Probably you'll do another one tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Tomorrow I do a live uh, video on uh, live streaming and stuff like that. And I'll be back Thursday uh, for another show. And then Friday is Shabbat. All right. It's going to be a short week because we had a holiday, 4th of July. And everybody was just not around. It looked like a, it looked like a ghost town out there. Everybody was gone. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Enjoyed the weather, fireworks. I know I did. My family, we had a great time. It was beautiful. Beautiful weather, too. It's too hot. I don't like hot weather. I like it cool. That's why I like the spring. But we didn't have a spring here in New York. I don't know what it was. It wasn't spring. Anyway, thank you again for listening. Till next time I see you, may the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he shine his light upon you. Be gracious to you. Until the next time I see you, God bless you. Amen. Shalom.